1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and the expert on all matters real estate is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Asif, here we are in mid-April. What are the numbers telling us? Well, actually, the numbers have been climbing, Tina. And if we go back, if we take a step back and see what happened in February, we sold 5,175 homes at the end of March for the month of March, we had sold 7,228 homes. So what we saw was from February to March, we saw a 39.6% increase. Now, that is current year numbers. That's 2018 numbers. What you hear uh, in the news is you're hearing them comparing them to last year. And as we've talked about, it's not an apples to apples comparison. So when we're looking at a 39.6% increase from one month to another. That's huge, and that reflects on consumer confidence. The other thing is, on March the 1st, our average price was $767,818. At the end of March, you're looking at an average price of $784,558, which is an increase of 2.1%. So a very... Nominal increase, but an increase nonetheless. So when you hear reports of price dropping 14% and such, that is just being, you know, it's one month from one year compared to one month of another year, which isn't a true reflection of what's happening in the market. Okay, so if we were to compare, as you say, apples to apples, let's not compare March or April of 2018. Uh, let's compare it to, uh, to 2017, rather. Let's compare it to 2016 or previous years. How do they compare? So the numbers, when you look at it compared to 2015 or 2016 or even 2014, which were very good years, we're on pace for a, a similar type of sales volume and all, and price points obviously going to continue to rise, but sales volume is going to be very similar to that. So you're going to see the Toronto Real Estate Board end up at about 93,000, 95,000 sales for the year. So, and you also said that uh, the price of a home is continuing to go up. It is. And when you have increases like 4% to 6%, those are pretty traditional increases. 2.1 is not as high as we've been used to over the past 20 years in the Toronto Real Estate Board. But also when you look at increases of 12% or 15% or 20% that we saw last year, those aren't healthy and, and they're not sustainable. So at 2.1, it's it's a very small increase, but an increase nonetheless. Are you seeing any bidding wars at all like we saw last year? Bidding wars are back, but wow. not not in the in the sense of, of how crazy and heated they were last year because last year you were getting 15 or 20 offers on properties and people were spending money because they just wanted to be in the game. They wanted to get into the market. Now you're seeing bidding wars, but buyers are very conservative because they're they're educated. They know what's happening. They know there's more inventory. Looking at inventory numbers, you know, we we had an increase in inventory, 41% more new listings than we did last year, and and 19.52 increase in active listings uh, percentage-wise. So that's about 20% more inventory on the market than we had last year at this time. And, you know, even last year we were saying it's not... 
anything that needs to be addressed by the government is a supply and demand issue. And this is what we're seeing. So as supply has increased, the, the demand is still there, but you're not seeing the, the heated multiple offer games that we were seeing last year. So what are you seeing in your office right now? Here we are mid-April. What's going on in the office? It's a pretty balanced market. So uh, listings are coming on and they're selling. It's taking, a, a, you know, traditionally at this time, it takes about 45 to 60 days to sell a listing. And, and we're right on pace with that. And in terms of um, uh, the number of homes being listed, are you seeing more and more people getting out there to sell their homes? I know that you've mentioned previously that they often wait for the weather to warm up and the sun to come out, and it's not looking like that right now in mid-April. It's not. And, you know, once the weather does improve, I'm hoping it does, yes. uh, we're going to start to see a flurry of activity. So there's still a lot of people that are in a holding pattern. I mean, the weather's been gloomy and raining and snow, and it, it just it's not conducive to people getting out there looking for homes. And that prevents people that want to list their home because they want the grass to look well. They, they want, you know, the flowers to be blooming. And that's not happening right now. So once the weather turns, you're going to start to see a lot more listings hit. But at the same time, the people that are selling have to buy. So you're going to start to see buyer activity as well. Is this also a good time, you know, as a as a buyer to be, you know, maybe traveling through neighborhoods, looking at a neighborhood maybe that you want to move into, seeing past the 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 gray and the gloomy skies and the grass that's not really green yet, and being able to picture yourself there and think about, okay, maybe I'll come back here in a month's time and and see what's going on in terms of real estate in this neighborhood that I really want to be in. Yeah, the due diligence is is you know plays a huge role in people that are shopping because they do drive around, they do see schools and they see the parks and they see even what types of cars are parked in the driveways or how people have maintained their front lawn. Is there junk on their front lawn? Are, you know, are the trees well maintained? And this is a perfect time to be going out and, you know, scoping out neighborhoods that yeah, you may want to live in. Absolutely. And I'm just wondering as well, as a seller, should I be getting ready to, you know, get my home to put it on the market? And what should I be doing now? Again, maybe I've got a bit more time and I'll take advantage of this gloomy weather and work indoors and make my home ready to sell. How do I do that? Fresh coat of paint goes a long way, you know, cleaning up. Decluttering. I can't say enough about yes, decluttering. You've mentioned you know, that getting, a few times. I'm not of, gonna take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> decluttering your home and, and making sure that as people walk through, they have space to look around, you know, cleaning, clean the windows at this time of the mm. year. There's, there's so much that you can do inside right now to declutter and, and even cleaning out the garage and the basement so that people, when they're walking through, they see how much space you actually have. Yeah, for sure. There's lots on that to-do list. Okay, we've talked about how the numbers are down about 50% from last year, but are people losing their homes? Our mortgage specialist weighs in. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Thrilled to welcome back one of our regulars, Lucy Galliardi from the Mortgage Center. Lucy, 
there's a, a huge misconception that people are losing their homes because of these rate increases that we've seen. And, and also the fact that some believe that they overpaid for their home in multiple offers last year. What are you seeing out there mortgage-wise? And, and is there any truth to this? Hi, Asif. Hi, hey. Tina. Thanks again for having me. It's Hi, great Lucy. to be Welcome here. back. Thank you. So are people losing their homes in a nutshell? No. Um, the Canadian dream is to be a homeowner. So the priority has been and moving forward is making your mortgage payments, making your tax payments and, and your household debt. Now, with – sorry – I'm, I'm going to call it your housing debt, not your household debt. So your housing debt means, once again, your taxes and uh, your mortgage and so on and so forth. So, no, people are not losing their homes. CMHC's delinquency rate over the last number of years and currently is about 0.3%. So are That's people good losing, news. It, yeah. it really is. It really is very good news. People are prioritizing their payments to make their mortgage payments and everything. Now, it doesn't mean they're not lagging on their credit card debt and that sort of thing, but the priority really is to maintain their homes. And it's very different than, than what we see south of the border because, you know, that's where you see foreclosures and, and the, you know, the concern here is are, are banks going to walk in and take your property away? And, and banks don't own property in Canada, right? They, they act as agents if they do have a power of sale. They sell the property on behalf of the mortgagee. So, you know, there's a misconception that people can get deals on foreclosures and, and power of sales, but, but that's, that doesn't happen here. That's a really good point. It actually doesn't happen at all. I oftentimes get uh, questions about, you know, what's out there in terms of a foreclosure. And there really aren't any. There's not. I think Alberta is the only province that has foreclosures. But at the same time, Canadians have saved up so much equity or they built up so much equity in their homes. It rarely gets to a point where we see, you know, from a real estate perspective, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong from a mortgage perspective, but people don't, they don't put themselves in that position where they have to just walk away from their house. It's very rare that somebody has to walk away from their home, especially over the last number of years where the value of the homes have gone up so considerably. People have earned equity there. Um, I have found some people having to refinance, but they're still not maxing themselves out uh, in terms of their mortgage and going up to the 80% loan to value. And when you have to go through that process of refinancing, what does that entail? What does it involve? It's basically a mortgage application. Uh, we're going to request some documentation, income documentation. We're going to do an appraisal on the property to ensure the bank agrees with the value that you've given. It, you're basically going to see a lawyer to sign the documents and everything basically gets paid out. Okay. And, and with the stress test, it does protect Canadians in that the banks know that you're, you can afford more. And, and, and that's, Basically, the stress test is, you know, you're qualifying for two points higher than what you're getting. So, you know, even with the bank, they're protecting themselves. And, and that 0.3% number, that was CMHC? That's correct. So this is across Canada, and, and this is what we're seeing. So I don't think there's a, a threat as far as all these rumors and people calling in to saying, can you find me a foreclosure? And we usually say, we don't have foreclosures. We don't get foreclosures. The odd time we get a power of sale, but you're not going to get a deal on the power of sale because the bank is liable to, to getting market value for that property. 
So what do you see in your office at the Mortgage Center right now, Lucy? What's happening there? So, again, I'm seeing quite a bit of fear and uh, a little bit of apprehension from Mm. clients in that they they just they don't want to be declined. So with everything happening out there and um, the fear that that the government and, and lenders are instilling, they're they're apprehensive because they don't want to hear you're declined or you don't make enough money. Um, another perspective to that, and, and one thing that I always try to, um, I, I suppose, educate people and let them know, the banks aren't the only place you can get a mortgage. There are financial institutions out there that don't have to abide by the stress test. So if your bank, for whatever reason, has told you this is all that you can afford, contact a mortgage broker or a mortgage agent, find out if there's another opportunity for you. We really do have opportunities for and options for people that may not necessarily feel that they have any. And these are safe, reliable, trustworthy options, because I think a lot of us think, well, we can just go to the bank. That's the only option we have that we can truly rely on and believe that we're protected by. Not the case. Definitely not the case. There is, There are, I believe, 96 lenders, institutional lenders in Canada. Wow. Um, aside, it, it's, I believe, 96 outside of the big six uh, bank. And once again, there's private lenders as well. Of course, you're going you're gonna to have a higher interest rate and, and fees involved. But that's a last, you know, that's a last resort. Uh, but there are quite a number of financial institutions in between that bank and private lender. And what about in terms of, I'm, I'm sorry, Asif, I know you've got to get in here and get a question in, but I've got one more question, Lucy, sorry. Um, how do you alleviate those fears then that people come in with and say, yeah, I'm really worried and I don't know if I can do this and I'm afraid of being declined. What do you say to someone who has that anxiety and those concerns? So basically what I would tell them is, let's find out. Let's just look at your situation, be completely forthright and um, upfront about where you are, what you have. We're not here to judge you. I'm not here to judge you and your financial circumstance because everybody's is very particular and very different. And mm-hmm. we all make very different choices. Yeah. Choices don't, you know, an option or a um, a choice isn't for me to judge it's basically for me to help you and say, okay, th- this is what we can do. And I was going to add what we're seeing uh, in out there in the field is consumer confidence has been down because people have taken a beating with all these rule changes and the stress test and, you know, the rate hikes and, and psychologically they've just taken such a beating that they're coming in and they're very conservative with what they think they can afford. And a lot of times they'll come to us and we will send them to a mortgage professional and say, okay, go and get pre-qualified. Let's find out, you know, if you can really afford what you think. And they'll come back saying, wow, you know what? This stress test didn't really affect it that much. I qualify for this much more. And all of a sudden confidence returns and they're out there and now they can actually go out and buy the house that they love because they were thinking they may have to move into a condo or a smaller place. But when they actually go and talk to the mortgage professional, that's where the confidence is returning in that they qualify for a lot more than what they are actually thinking they qualify for. And what about those folks that don't qualify? How do you get them there? How do you put them on a plan so that they can achieve those goals? 
So I think the most important thing to do is get in a market or get into real estate and mm-hmm. get into real estate as quickly as you can. So perhaps we can't buy the condo downtown, the two-bedroom, uh, two-bath that we want to buy downtown, but maybe you can buy something in a suburb. The most important thing is really find out uh, find out basically the, the, the best market for you and think outside the box a little bit. Sometimes we, it, it's not feasible for us to have what we really want. And, you know, we have to be a little bit more open-minded. Mind, and terms and of, you've talked a lot about budgeting, too, yes. and learning how to live within a budget. Yes. we. You know, like I said, sometimes we have to take a step back mm. and reprioritize uh, what we want to spend our money on. And if getting that condo downtown or that, that home in that particular area that you want – means that you have to cut back somewhere else, then a lot of people are really willing to do that right now. Terrific. Thanks, Lucy, as usual. Thank you for joining us. We'll catch up again next month. Thank you once again for having me, and we'll speak soon. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions and the hot listing of the week. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Okay, Asif, time for our listener questions. You all set? I'm ready. Okay. Well, we heard the story this week um, about a condo developer in Vaughan who could not proceed with the build. Now, with the buyers, you know, they're all getting their deposits back. And the issue for many of them is that since they purchased those pre-construction units, the price of a home has continued to go up. And now some of those buyers are saying they can't get in the game. What is your advice to those who want to buy a pre-construction condo or house? You know, this is this is a great question. And this is something that uh, it hasn't hit the news as often as this happens. So this is pretty common and builders are protected in that, you know, and even for buyers, their deposit is protected in trust. And builders are protected in that if they don't receive financing for projects and such, they can back out of these deals. So what we've seen here is uh, obviously a lot of people have been affected by it. And this condo was almost sold out. So there's going to be opportunities that come up for pre-construction all over the city, down in Toronto, even up north that we're seeing, you know, in Georgina, we had a similar situation, but there's always places that you can go to and, and invest your money. There's a lot of condo buildings coming up in Vaughan that you can switch your deposit into there. Is it going to be a little bit more price point wise? Yes, it is. Uh, you know, these were probably sold a year, two, three years ago, and we have seen appreciation over that course in Vaughn. But there's a lot of opportunities outside of Vaughn that they can invest this money in and still make a lot of money. So there has been that appreciation in the condo market in Vaughn. You're suggesting that maybe if you're interested in a condo, try another area in the vicinity. In the vicinity, I mean, Bradford is a good place to purchase pre-construction right now. But at the same time, you can still invest in Vaughn because Vaughn has a huge upside with the subway there now. So I would flip that over into another building in Vaughn and and see, you know, how, how the pricing is there because you'll still make a lot of money there. 
So you're, you're also saying then that, yes, while the numbers have, or the prices continue to go up, they are going to continue to go up. So you got to get in the game. That's right. You have to keep that money you know, in the game and, and make sure that you've invested in the right spot. Okay. Our next question comes from Lindsay in downtown Toronto. She wants to move to York region, but not too far north. Is there an area where she would find the character of some of the older homes in downtown Toronto, as well as all the amenities within a reasonable walking distance? Sounds like there's a few things on her wish list. What do you think? There really is, Lindsay. There's there's uh, <laughs> there's areas like Main Street Unionville or Main Street Markham. Very or even pretty, the yes. Mill Pond in Richmond Hill, where where you can have a little short walk to cafes and restaurants and stores, and at the same time maintain that charm or character that you have in your home because they're older homes. So there's a lot of little pockets that we can look at and, and find you something, Kleinberg, uh, even places in Vaughan. So there's a lot of different options available to you. It just depends on you know where what, you want to be. Where you want to be. Okay, um, Asif. Just before we go, can you share this week's hot listing of the week? With condos being as hot as they are, we have a great condo in the 905. It's in Markham. It's in the Cornell area. It's a two-story condo. It's almost a 1,000 square foot, and it's $450,000. So two-bedroom, two-bathroom, two stories, all hardwood floors. It's all been repainted. It's ready to move into great kitchen, stainless steel appliances. And, you know, in Cornell... Prices are not cheap. So to have, to have this condo at $450,000, this will not last long, and it's a great deal. Where is Cornell in Markham? Cornell is ninth line between Highway 7 and 16th Avenue Okay, on the east side. And you're hearing a lot more of those two-story condos, right? You are, and, and it gives you good separation from the bedrooms and the entertaining areas. And, uh, you know, it's almost like having a little townhouse, but you, you're in your own little enclosed space. Wow, pretty amazing. Tell us one more time about this condo. It's 110 Cornell Park. It's a two-bedroom, two-bathroom condo for $450,000. Terrific. And if they want more information? They can contact Susan Taylor at 905-554-5522. Okay. Thanks, Asif. Great show. Thanks, Dina. Okay. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.